0: It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's afternoon news. Let's welcome in our guy Jason Wilde, Wilde and Tausch, ESPN Milwaukee, nine a.m. to noon. Wilde, how you doing? Mercure, good. How are you guys? Excellent i got to ask you about David Bakhtiari because I I know we spent time talking about it. He's now told reporters that he's out for the rest of the year. What are the options here, Jason? A lot of people are saying he'll never play again. My question really is, if he decides he wants to put the work in and he decides he wants to play, and he was incredible when he was healthy but now cannot stay healthy, what are the options for the Packers? I I, I mean, what do we do? What happens if he decides uh he wants to come back? All good questions. All right, so he talked with us for 40 minutes today in the locker room. Uh, Some of it you could air, some of it you can't because of some of the words he used. Uh, But, look, this all kind of boils down to this. He obviously suffered the injury uh, in practice on New Year's Eve 2020. He had his first surgery to repair the ACL and some of the meniscus tear that he had on January 7th. 2021 now when they did that surgery they discovered that he has and there's been other players who have this and basically when your knee moves right it's in kind of a groove right and it he has a looseness there that creates some rubbing with his femur and so they knew that this existed but there there are players there are people humans not just football players but there are people that have this issue and it never becomes problematic the symptoms never arise they don't cause the player or the human problems and you never really know that you have this kind of for lack of a better term deformity well it turns out he does and he is symptomatic and so on top of all the surgery stuff, he doesn't have an issue with his ACL anymore. It's not the problem, but it's this area of cartilage where essentially there's, he he compared it to sandpaper and his femur and the, the knee all rubbed together like sandpaper. And so it creates all this irritation and inflammation. And so he has been having his knee essentially drained regularly uh, setting some records in the Packers uh, training room for the amount of fluid he has had drained at times. The record apparently is now 166 cc's, which is about four fluid ounces of liquid, uh, and then trying to play with it. So, this is basically what they did was they knew that this could be an issue, but they wanted to fix everything else that was wrong with his knee and hope that there wouldn't be. Issues Now, looking back, as he explained it, does he wish that on January 7th, 2021, when they did the initial surgery, they had also fixed what this used to be called microfracture procedure. He wished that they would fix that groove to, to smooth it out. Yeah, it, knowing that. But his point was, if you don't know for certain that it's a problem, you don't want to do a surgery you don't necessarily have to do. And unfortunately for him, it turns out they do have to have it. So he will have that surgery next. It will be his sixth total surgery, including his appendectomy, his emergency appendectomy last year, his fifth surgery since he injured his knee on that fateful New Year's Eve at practice. So from the Packers' standpoint, Jason, like a trade is certainly off the table. This is devastating for Bakhtiari. It's very expensive for the Packers, no matter what happens, I would have to think. What is a logical course of action with him for the rest of this year. And as you look into the off season, if it gets that far. Yeah. So he's, he's got a $40 million cap number for next year. He's got a base salary of 20 million. Uh, you know, if they were to move on from him, they would actually reduce their salary cap number. So that they would actually, there'd be a cap savings overall, even though there'd be dead cap money. Uh, but, but basically they've got a couple of options. One would be he is under contract for next year. They could have him play under that contract. I don't see any way in God's green earth that you have him playing on a $40 million cap charge for 2024. So then your next two options are, A, negotiate some sort of a new contract that would include, because he's going to have a lot to prove, a pay cut which you can earn back via incentives. We remember when Mason Crosby did that. Uh, after he had that bad season in 2012, he came back. It wasn't an injury-related, but he came back and had his best season and earned back every penny that he had taken as a pay cut. So that would be the next option. And then the final option is move on from him and see if, you know, cut him and see if somebody else, if he wants to continue his career, and I don't say this callously, but then his knee is somebody else's problem. Uh, The problem is then you don't have one of the best left tackles in history to do it. So those are kind of the options. Again, he has to have this surgery. He has to go through all the rehab. He said very clearly his goal is to be ready for training camp next year, uh, whether that's here or somewhere else. Jason, we'll have you on Monday as well before the game, so we'll do a little deeper dive on Packers-Raiders on Monday. Uh, But it looks like this extended time off is at least helped from an injury standpoint, with the exception of Bakhtiari, of course. It seems like it's been a, a pretty productive practice week that way. Yeah, they're 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 as healthy as they've been. It's you know I don't want to say it's unfortunate, uh, but now they have a bye week coming after this game before they play at uh, Denver in a couple weeks. You know they're not going to have Devondre Campbell. He's got a high ankle sprain. They're starting inside linebacker. He's going to miss the second straight game. He got hurt I think on the first defensive snap against New Orleans a couple weeks ago. Uh, so they won't have him, but. You know, John Runyon, who has a groin injury and an ankle injury, was able to practice on a limited basis. I asked Matt LaFleur about him. He didn't sound like super-duper optimistic. Uh, He downplayed the amount of work that Runyon actually got today, so there's a chance that they will not have their uh, non Bakhtiari available starting five together if Runyon's not able to go. They do feel good about where Elton Jenkins is at returning to practice, so they're hopeful that he's ready to go, but in theory, even with three offensive linemen on their injury report, they think those three guys to varying degrees will play. Plus, as you've talked about throughout the week, Aaron Jones will be off a pitch count. Christian Watson will be off a pitch count. Those guys will be available. Uh, Luke Musgrave has passed out of the concussion protocol after getting a concussion on his one catch uh, against the Lions. So uh, this is as close as to full strength that they will be offensively, and I'm eager to see what Jordan Love can do with that when he's got most of his offensive line and all of his targets. ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wildy, Great information, as always, Wildy. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. You guys, too. I'll talk to you on Monday. That sounds good.